Hey there demons, it's us here girls. Welcome to the Office Goblin Podcast. I'm S. And I'm D. And we are goblins. Two goblins on the internet that have many thoughts, interests, and opinions about stuff and things. And today we're probably going to confirm how D and I literally just have a brain that chills out in our skull. <laughs> Either one brain or uh, a half between us of a brain, a full brain. But sometimes oh. it feels like it's on holiday all the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> it be like that. I, I was telling S that I've told people this last week my brain is just running on three out of four cylinders. And at this point, we're running on two. Like it's, I'm here physically. <laughs> What's the horsepower on that? <laughs> if you're running only on two cylinders. 60? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, are we talking miniature horses? Right? Are we talking Shetlands? <laughs> what are those called? Clydesdale? Yeah, Clydesdales. Horses? Yeah, I like them. I like them because they're like the little fuzzy furries around their hooves. I just I just like the thick boys. They're they're often the sweetest, gentlest creatures you'll ever have the loving experience to 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 play with, I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. Like I did get bitten by a mini horse unprovoked listen the smaller they are the closer to satan well listen also also listen <laughs> listen keep Linda. those ears open yeah <laughs> listen so how i always thought of it is the smaller the body the more you need to make your voice heard <laughs> so the more attitude is packed into a tiny tiny form i i could see that like, think chihuahuas, miniature horses. I was going to say, like, short people, but... <laughs> no, I was... I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was just giving myself a few seconds because someone's fucking mowing, so... <laughs> See, this is where our brain is at. Where, where's the attention span? I... What is an attention span? Who, who is she? It? Yeah, who wants it? <laughs> Truly. I I am so grateful that I got put on the medication that I did for anxiety because it's like the leading medication for ADHD as well. <laughs> and I did not know how messed up my brain was until I realized, oh, this is what silence sounds like. <laughs> oh, like internal brain silence. Uh-huh. Okay, because I was like, externally, I can't tell. <laughs> That this is helping. <laughs> Just kidding. Are you? <laughs> Confession hour. No, it's like my brain had, it was a train depot that had like 18 tracks going through it. And and it's a bullet train on top of another bullet train. <laughs> it was. And now it's like, okay, I, I can keep a train of thought going, but the way my brain has always worked medicated or not is just mm -hmm. that it connects things really quickly ah okay so we could be talking about you know a book series for all i know and the next thing i know i'm i'm talking about like some cat i saw on my walk three days ago like the, it's it's connected i promise but it jumps through 15 hoops before it comes out my mouth i think this show is definitely uh auditory representation of both of our brains 
Dee's doing a great job throwing hands, but with middle fingers toward the lawnmower. Yeah. Waging war on lawnmowers. But, <laughs> you know, like I was saying, this show has been the visual representation of that, of a train of thought that is circumnavigated, but eventually comes back. It's like a spiral. <laughs> and if I were to run with your train analogy, my train of thought would be a cursed Thomas the Tank Engine and shares if I could turn back time or some song by Tina Turner is playing in the background as we're running full steam ahead <laughs> down a mountain as an avalanche is happening. Oh my god, that is... Okay, I'm... Do you mind if we pause real quick? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, audience. I paused because my neighbor was mowing on the other side of the wall that we're recording on. And I did and then not. S- <laughs> and S did not. And as soon as I paused and explained to S how angry I was getting, the fucking mower shut off. So here we are. Hopefully there's no more humming. I don't hear anything, but I hear what I want to hear. (laughs) Is that also how your brain works? Yes. Oh my god. Okay, so we've done an episode like this before of a brain dump. And here we are, round two, brain dump two. I, what's going on? What, what What's happening in your beautiful mind? Um, it's something that happened yesterday, which you know about what we were talking about right before we uh, jumped on recording, is that I messed up my neck because I'm falling on my neck. Don't ask how. I'm not going to share the specifics with you. I'm just going to leave that open. I told Dee so she knows. All I know is this is what happened is yesterday I get a text from S saying I fell on my neck. Can we record tomorrow? And I said, sure. And I tell my husband that. And he goes, is she okay? What happened? I said, I have no idea what happened. All I know is she's hurt herself somehow. (laughs) Ambiguously alarming texts. And I'm not super concerned because she's not telling me that she'll be dismissed from the hospital. So I'm just going to assume She's okay. (laughs) But wouldn't it be very on brand for me to show up in a full body cast and be like, I'm ready? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. If you had showed up with a neck brace, I still wouldn't have questioned it. Like, I'd make sure that you could handle the podcast recording, but I'd be like, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I mean, I'm kind of already halfway there since I have my uh, back brace on today. (laughs) Your posture corrector. Yeah, keep that spine aligned, because scoliosis be damned, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) I just have really shit posture, so, you know. Do you sit like floppy candy cane or a folded-in lawn chair? I mean, you see how I'm sitting. I'm hunched forward onto the mic, basically. I mean, without this thing, that's how I sit. Oh, no. You look like you drank the juice of one whole lemon, but can keep it professional because it's very serious. She's mad about the mower. This is why we can't, this is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't have nice things. I say just go with it. Um, How many times like is the third co-host like doing something in the background or... At least, at 
at least the third co-host is cute. It's not. It's, what if the third? Yeah. But what if she did sound like that? Uh, you know, I would still love them because they're adorable. This is true. I, I think she gets away with far too many things. <laughs> she, she's wanted in 16 states for murder. <laughs> <laughs> and in one <laughs> province in Canada. <laughs> Have you been seeing, there are more videos online of people that are introducing either their cats or rescue cats. And it's like, this is Charlie. He's wanted for manslaughter. What? <laughs> There was one I watched today, and they were introducing, like, six different cats. The first one was, like, Deputy Lionel or something. Oh. You know, how he keeps the the pack in in control. And one of them was, this is Sir whatever, and if he thought about a crime, it'd be the first thought that has ever entered his head. <laughs> first of all, so rude. <laughs> They should get Deputy Deputy Lionel to arrest the person making such blasphemous <laughs> statements. Because that to me is the same energy as those pictures of like bodega cats or the cats that are in libraries and bookstores. Yes. Where we were on campus for grad school, there was the downtown area, and I use that very loosely from campus. Yeah. And there was a travel agency that did have a cat. On the perimeters, Ooh. and it was so cute. <laughs> See, my undergrad had a used bookstore that had a cat that always sat in the windowsills. Uh-huh. That's like, that's where cats belong, is used bookstores. Yeah, yeah. If you're not a cat just sunbathing on a pile of dusty old books, then what are you doing with your life? Right. See, I'm hoping I can do enough good in this lifetime that by my next lifetime, I can come back as a fat cat that just does nothing but judge you silently in the bookstore all day. <laughs> judge your literature choices because it's that fifth Daniel, Daniel Steele novel. It's you like have when come you in to read. It's like the cat comes up to you and just puts their paw on the book and it's like, no, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> just swats it. Looks you right in the eyes and pushes the new James Patterson book off the table. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> it's truly something that's not spoken about as often as it should be. That's so true. There it no. He has he's done. He has too many books. He he should just throw in the towel, retire, let someone else start writing. Be it's okay. It's okay. You you've done enough. But he clearly wants to do the most. <laughs> You have! You have done the most. The only other person I can think of that might contend with his multitude of series yeah. is, I think Stuart Woods has a series, I think his series has like 70-something books in it by now. One series? One series. Excuse me. I, I don't know. And also like... There's Janet Ivanovich, who has her Stephanie Plum series, and I think they're up to 30. Damn, Janet. Damn, Damn Janet. Damn, <laughs> Back Janet. at it again. <laughs> with the 30 books in one series. <laughs> Back at it again with the Plum series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. James Woods, or Patterson. Now I'm combining people. <laughs> what do you think James Patterson's... Uh, train 
of thought looks like. What is his train? What is his locomotive? Is it a steam engine? Because I imagine it's a steam engine. Um, probably. Maybe it's like a, like a, are you say like an old fashioned steam locomotive that's just chugging along. Yeah, and it's gonna it has take like, a massive explosion to stop it. Yeah, and it has a rear view mirror for whatever reason, with twenty carts attached to it, and it has like fuzzy dice that are hanging from the rear view mirror. And I oh imagine like a skeleton is the the operator of this train, like the taxi driver from Halloween Town. Yeah. I love him. What was his name? I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. It's, I thought it was something like Bones or something. like Mr. Bone Jangles or Bojangles <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> All I could think of was Bone, was bone Jangles or Jangling Bones. <laughs> <laughs> but his friends call him Boner. <laughs> no. At the frat. <laughs> oh. Can you see that for that, though? I... What? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> Speaking of which, because we are on the precipice, get it together, of spooky season. And yes. they've already been putting out, at least where I live, Halloween stuff in late August is when they started. Yes. Know, thank the gods. Thank the Halloween gods. And I think they're making Finally. a Hocus Pocus 2, if anyone's interested. They are! It's going to yes. be on Disney+. Plus, and one of my best friends randomly texted me like last two weeks ago if i wanted their disney plus account like login information i was like what what why like, i don't and i said well the hocus pocus 2 movie is coming out and i was like why did you not lead with that absolutely i'll take your login information oh, right yeah <laughs> to see my goddess kathy najimi absolutely fuck yeah so right. yeah i know i think it comes out end of this month next month i'm not 100 percent certain i think it's at the end of this month you are giving i'm sorry no, my, my husband is leaving for the gym, and I thought he'd just go out the front door, and I swear to God, I just heard the back screen door open. I'm like, did you just sneak out the back? He, he did cross through the back, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. Man, I thought I was bad, but... <laughs> I'm telling you, two cylinders, and the goddamn mower keeps going. It's like, did you see those videos of the car and the fully, the person is just driving, the tires out, the hubcap fell off a long time ago, and it's just the metal of where the tire should be placed, and that's what they're driving <laughs> with? That's what I feel like is internally in your brain. Yeah, it's just, I have no tires, and it's just the metal wheels spinning and And you have on one of those... uh locks that they put on the tire to keep you from going if you have too many unpaid tickets and stuff <laughs> yes i love I that am... vehicle for you <laughs> i imagine it's like one of those uh volkswagen beetles you know the like the fun ones before this new model came out where people stuck eyelashes on it and stuff like that and there's like a flower right by your steering wheel like the really bubbly ones yes yeah that are yeah, just yeah, yeah. So round. You didn't so think round. a car could be that round, but it's it is. Bubbles. And they made it. Yeah. Physics. I had I had a Barbie Volkswagen Beetle. I did too. It was yellow. What color was yours? <gasps> Mine was yellow! Yes! And I had stickers on it. Because it came, of course, with all the flower power stickers. And then you'd like, mm -hmm. put your Barbies in there. And I could never fit anything in the back seat except like one of the dogs. Right, right. I did love popping the trunk, though. Oh, yeah. 
That oh, was yeah. fun. And I also had, because uh, I was really into Bratz, um, I had the Bratz yes. Cadillac. Ooh. So it, it was literally like one of those old school Cadillacs, a yacht of a car, and it played the radio. <laughs> Ooh. Now that, that's a good, that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I had, so uh, like I've said before, I had two sisters that were super into Barbies, and then I inherited all of their Barbie stuff. Mm-hmm. So I had I had a little Barbie radio, like stereo, that played Barbie Girl from Aquamarine. Uh, Aqua. Aqua. <laughs> I'm just here. Aquamarine, I think, names. is the one with the that Canadian series with the mermaids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anywho, Barbie Girl by Aqua, and I remember that we played it so often that my dad threw it away because <laughs> he couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> self-awareness but, is key <laughs> but i also had like that this giant three-story plastic barbie house that was just Ooh. massive yeah right i think my sis they'd gotten it for my sisters and then i don't i have only ever seen it once after that like i never knew anyone else who had it not to be braggy or anything i just it, it was such a rare occurrence for me to see it again yeah but then, like, I, I was so obsessed with Barbie. I had the yacht that you could get. They like, had the a, boat. She had a yacht. <laughs> and then I also had the train car that, like, opened up and it was too... Tra- it was... I had a lot as a kid when it was... When it came to Barbie. That is so sick. Like, I'm, I'm really into that. <laughs> and then I... And then I gave it all away to another family friend who daughter was also really into barbie i'm like this was once not mine and now the legacy continues (laughs) (laughs) the legacy of horror (laughs) and pink stuff no i i think that's great because one of my cousins she had three or four barbie houses Mm -hmm. and when i and my other girl cousins would come over all we would do is pick a house Uh uh-huh pick the things like everyone got a turn to pick one item and we all first of all all the items were in the center everyone got a turn Uh uh-huh we spent like two hours setting up our houses if you will okay and not actually playing the the whole thing was just like here's my barbie but here's here's the crib you know oh yeah mtv's barbie crib yes oh my gosh all day and that was it like you never actually play with them (laughs) i had like, my sisters, we would sometimes play, sometimes not. I did a lot. Like, I would just play by myself a lot. I was an only child, but my two half-sisters came, like, every other weekend, right? So, typically, yeah. I had a storyline, I had a plot, and, like, I didn't need people coming in as substitute actors and fucking things up, right? Like Right. So. <laughs> and this uh, soap opera. Right, and so I remember, and girl, when I tell you it was a soap opera, because I had like, because <laughs> I had little Kellys, like I had Barbie's little sister, I had a variety of different Barbies in like different hair, or whatever, because it was also still the early two thousands. We didn't have black Barbies much yet, yeah. So I can't really say many shades and sizes, because also it was just Barbie copy pasted mm-hmm. different hair, and then I also had a couple of Kens and. So there'd be like, you know, 
this relationship with the kids and then they'd get divorced and who's going to take the kids and then there's the dogs and like I I remember I had like a a Barbie bed and it had like a little canopy and I had this (laughs) Ken and Barbie in there and my sister's like what what's going on and they're like well so Barbie just got back from vacation (laughs) whole thing oh my god you know what uh mine was a very similar experience except it was one of my cousins that would start the storyline and be like okay ken died but and then his wife died but she came back to life and little did we know that was not her husband and oh (laughs) yeah because uh my other cousins were very much into that show charmed oh fuck yes i love charmed I was so into Charmed. I could not. Like, why do they're all all of their names begin with P? And I had a lot of questions. and Not a lot of answers. Yeah, not a lot of answers. Couldn't relate, but they were into that. So they would name their, uh, I was going to say their witches, their Barbies, like Piper, Prue. Penelope. Uh, pipe cleaner, Sorry. yeah. Pipe cleaner. <laughs> but there was always so much drama and... I had a Ken doll, and I remember his, I don't know if this was your experience, that the neck would always pop off. Like, there would always be this little gap, because he his neck was, like, very much with his head. It was just yeah. one solid tree trunk of a head and neck, so it would okay. pop up, and then I couldn't, like, squish it back down, so instead I would, like, push it in his whole face, and it's like a reverse <laughs> Voldemort. <laughs> it was unfortunate what always happened to my Ken dolls. I, the number of Barbie heads that might have accidentally come off in the process of playing. What were you doing? I don't know. I. The French Revolution? Swinging them around by their hair. I don't know what I was doing, but there was at least. Come on, Midwest (laughs) tornado season. There is at least two different occasions that I, my Barbie's head had come off and I was devastated because it was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And it could have just been, like, wear and tear when you play with them every goddamn day for hours on end. Yeah. And we just, we would throw them out because I still had, you know, six other Barbies I could play with. I don't need this one. And then, you know, when I get older and the internet becomes a thing and YouTube becomes a thing, it's like, oh, all you have to do is just soak it in hot water and you can pop it right back on. Son of a bitch! Right, yeah, her, her death was unnecessary. <laughs> All the Barbies lost to the trash because mom didn't know how to put the head back on. Just a bunch of headless Barbies. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh my gosh. Um, You know, speaking of heads popping off in warm water. Where is this going? (laughs) Listen, so I came across this a few years ago by accident on YouTube. And apparently there's like a community of folks that customize dolls. Oh, yeah. I've seen some of their videos because it's, like, really relaxing to watch. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And I remember the first series that I watched by, um, she's an American lady living in Korea, and she Mm -hmm. did a whole Evolution series. And when I tell you how unique and and just beautiful all of these EVs were, or Evolutions were, it was amazing. And that's when I also learned about the head popping, where... And how she yanked the hair out and, you know, uh-huh. like, 
put in a new head of hair and I'm just like, this is amazing. No, I've seen those where people, you know, they they pop the head off after they soak it in water Mm -hmm. and then they cut the hair super super short and then they take their pliers and they yeah, just and just scrape all the glue <laughs> yeah and there's just something so i don't want to say relaxing but mesmerizing that's the word i think i'm looking for of uh-huh. just like watching them make this barbie just complete bare no face no hair and then they create these fucking beautiful masterpieces of just yeah. art and i'm like okay now i can see why some people collect dolls oh absolutely from slender man to glamorous um <laughs> i yeah the the transformations are always just unbelievable i mean even taking dolls you know market dolls that have nothing wrong with them fresh out of the box but uh-huh. then improving on the original design yeah i i kind of like it when they they have like their little box of just barbies and they're like <laughs> let's do this one she's a little worse for wear and she fully pulls out cynthia from goddamn rugrats and i'm like um you don't need to fix what's already perfect <laughs> okay <laughs> not cynthia but no i just i really enjoy when they they take these barbies and it's like they almost ha- are tatted with, you know, markers and half their hair is missing. And, like, you can yeah, tell like, they've just been put through bu- the ringer. A sea of new dolls. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you've ever seen them take, like, the Monster High dolls. Yes. Yeah, because yes. already their bodies are a little bit different, you know, depending on who the character is. So they're, they, like, snap them in half and then, like turn one into a centaur and all these other cool things and i'm just like oh my god it's so rad it is cool i think monster high dolls have more bending points like joints yeah because mm-hmm. i think they have them at the wrists at the elbows like at yeah the like waist. a ball ball joint yeah so it makes it easier to <laughs> me too <laughs> i have a fulcrum <laughs> it just looks like she's celebrating that she won a sport like woo <laughs> not breaking my neck and not dying, not yet. But yeah, I think that's why they choose the Monster High dolls over Barbies nowadays. It's just because they have more movement. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember those like special edition Barbies where it was pregnant Barbie, gymnast Barbie? So they had those weird modifications made to their bodies. I never saw a pregnant Barbie, but I had gymnast Kelly. Ooh. So it was like teen Kelly. It wasn't quite Barbie, but it wasn't like baby sister Kelly. It was between. And I think it might have been one of those older Barbies too from like the early 90s. Uh-huh. Because uh, her gymnast suit was, I remember it was like a leotard with long sleeves and it was mm-hmm. pink. And I want to say had yellow stars on it or maybe silver stars. It was great. I never had like the pole or anything that she was supposed to you know, do gymnast stuff on. It was just the Barbie. She was strictly floor work. It was fine. I she she did an amazing job. <laughs> Tens from everybody. Right. Honestly, she was one that I used um on the horses a lot because I also had Barbie horses. Because fellow horse girl over here, that's all I fucking wanted. <laughs> I had a Pegasus. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and it came with, like, a little baby Pegasus, too. Oh. And it had this little storage thing in its belly 
where you could put glitter in there and then shake it like a salt shaker and make glitter rain down on all the things. Oh, my mom would kick my ass if I did that. <laughs> oh, oh my god, no, I, I would never, because like you, I knew better <laughs> what punishments <laughs> awaited me. <laughs> right? I had I had this beautiful, like, light tan bar- Barbie uh, horse whose head and neck moved. So it wasn't oh. just the neck that would go down, but the head then would tilt too to look, make, make it look like it was eating. Yeah. And then I remember we found another Barbie horse, like at a garage sale, I think, mm-hmm. that walked on its own. Oh my stars, it was possessed. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, like the legs didn't move. It was just like, <laughs> like just straight legging across the floor, yeah. but normal it had horse little- stuff. It had little rubber balls basically on the bottom of its feet so that it could keep the traction to walk. That is cool. You know what? That reminds me. I saw one of those Barbie horses where it had like a magnet and it's somewhere in the mouth inside. So it came with like a little apple that you could feed your horse and stick the apple like right on its little horse mouth. Oh my God. That's so cute. Yeah. Because I also had the computer games. I had... Barbie the race and ride so you got to wash the horse you know uh, you got to play a game like uh, it was Tetris but with Mm -hmm. flowers while your horse was chilling and eating some grass Uh, and you got to race (laughs) other people which I loved I feel like peak gaming was Barbie video games like they probably should have just stopped yeah yeah absolutely left out of Barbie and forevermore I I think there was this other one I had where it was Barbie Filmmaker. So you could pick, like, the set. You can make Barbie walk in these awful lines and add, like, (laughs) dialogue. And it was a hot mess because mine was always walking over, like, the ceiling, like, the grudge, you know. That's how I like to make my Barbie movies. Um, I started early, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) The last Barbie computer game I had was Barbie Fashion Designer. And the designs were so incredibly late 80s, early 90s, but you got to pick the design, color it in, and then you could print it out so you can make paper clothes for your own Barbie. So it was pretty cool. Like, could you even say that you were a fan of Barbie if you didn't at least have some kind of fashion Barbie thing or horse Barbie? Like, there was... Yeah. Were you a fan? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Were you a Barbie stan? Because I call liar. <laughs> like when someone dies and they go in the afterlife and the questions you're asked right at the gates is, did you have a Barbie horse game or a horse? Barbie fashion design? And did you manage to rip the head off one of your Barbies? <laughs> at least once. If at that's least the, once. If that's the requirements, I'm Gucci. I'm going to make it in. No problem. I love that for you. Like they have a stamp that just says it's Gucci and (laughs) Barbie Gucci. Barbie Gucci. (laughs) Or Bucci as we call it. (laughs) That's the other fashion house. House of Bucci. House of Bucci. Yeah. We should write it and then invite Lady Gaga and Adam Driver and be like, we have a proposition for you. That's what this episode's title should be. The House of Bucci. <laughs> House of Bucci. Consider it done. Speaking it's Buchin of Bucci. is the plot line. It's Buchin. <laughs> ah! 
Speaking of Bucci, did you ever collect briar horses? Who is this? Briar, B-R-E-Y-E-R. But like, what's a briar horse though? So it's the briar is the brand and the horses were like a really hard plastic. Okay. So they held up better during playtime. <laughs> um. Oh, okay. I had to hop on Google because I'm like, I don't know what she's talking about. I think I had something like this. I had probably at least maybe eight of them mm-hmm. when I had the most at a time. Because they're expensive. Those are the ones that my parents got them for me, you know, for Christmas or my birthday because they knew that they would hold up longer. But I I know today that briar horses are actually like super collectible. <laughs> Don't you hate that? I I hate it so much. Because I think I just donated them to like a Goodwill or something, you know, right. when I was in high school. I still thought they were cool, but, you know, I just, I, I wasn't playing with them anymore. I had, I had one that was like rearing, so it was up on its back legs and it oh, came with cool. a mountain lion. So cool. And then I had, I had Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron and Rain and their baby as briar horses. Girl... That was like my crowning achievement in childhood was getting yeah. the fucking spirit and rain horses. Empress, Empress of horse girls. Like you get the title. I get, I get my crown. It's all little plastic horses. <laughs> Just briar minis. Briar minis like uh, super glued on. Yeah. I Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I was big into the older generations of My Little Ponies. Ooh, yes. Yeah, the like G3, G4 kind of things. Okay. And there are so many toys aside from those that I wish I still had. Because I looked at some of these prices of what you can sell them for, even without the box and all the, you know, little extras that come with it. Yeah. And it's almost absurd how much you could sell them for. It's disgusting. I'm so mad about it. <laughs> I know. It's just like if you only knew now <laughs> what you should have known back then and like anticipated. See, that's like my husband with his Pokemon cards. Everyone thought Pokemon was going to be, you know, super big, maybe in the 90s for a few years, and then it'd be done like any mm-hmm. other kind of fad. And it just keeps coming back. And there's a card, the Dark Charizard card from like the original pokemon packs if it's in pristine condition it can go up to ten thousand dollars shut up and he has one but it is so far from mint condition because Ah. he was a child and he put his cards in a box and stored it in the attic and i'm fairly certain it got rained on at one point so like it's uh, still in one piece, but it has a lot of damage. And he is so, he's like, no, I can still get money. I'm like, baby, that is so damaged. <laughs> There's no way you're going to get anywhere near the amount that you would had it been in any better condition. So not even for, let's say, half the amount of like $5,000. Oh, God, no. No. With oh, the that's condition a it's in. Up. Yeah, with the condition it's in now, it might, I mean, reaching, it might go for 100 just because they're rare. Sure. 
but it's it's rough. It's oh. not good. <laughs> yeah, re- regrets. <laughs> oh yeah, when you see these things on Etsy or eBay, and you see the price, and you're uh, like, I yeah. had that. I could have secured the coin. <laughs> it's like the Cabbage Patch dolls. Didn't they start going for like a lot of money a couple years ago? You know what? I'm not sure, but like the Cabbage Patch Kid Mania when they first came out was something just out of this world. That was my sisters. They had, they each had a Cabbage Patch doll at my parents' house, and then they had like so many clothes, or I think they might have, I think they had like a little plushie or whatever to go with the Cabbage Patch. Oh, wow. I don't remember. That's another thing that they were super big on. It was Cabbage Patch and Barbie. And I missed the Cabbage Patch era. I strictly went into Barbie. <laughs> I, I mean, it's probably a good thing. It's like on your poor parents' wallets. <laughs> you right? know, our, our Truly our poor parents for like, oh my god, and I want this and like the expansion pack and this and that. But... I think also because my mom had a younger sister that she had to room with while she was in high school. Mm -hmm. And they let them choose like the theme of the bedroom every year kind of thing. They would switch on and off. Mm -hmm. So like mom could decorate it one year, then her sister would decorate it the next year. And my aunt had a phase where she was obsessed with strawberry shortcake. Ah. The little cartoon from, you know the 80s mm-hmm. and my mom said that she had to suffer through a whole year as a high school student smelling like strawberries is <laughs> because... that a bad thing <laughs> i i guess that's like arguable but you know yeah that's she was she doesn't let that one go <laughs> yeah i i would say the joke of like she's still salty but clearly she's still strawberry She's still sweet. Oh. Ah, <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh, God. If you could have one of the toys from your past that you no longer have, but you could, at the snap of a fingers, bring it back, which one would you pick and why? Oh, shit. Um, you know what? It would have to be adult-sized. Uh-huh. But I had a twister, which was one of those, like, you know how you had the electric cars as a kid that you could, like, drive around the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the twister was like that. It was purple and round, and it had two little handles, one on each side. Mm-hmm. And you could push them both forward or both backwards to go forward and backwards. Or you could do one backwards, one forwards, and you would spin. So cool. And I rode that thing fucking everywhere. And I think it's because of the little handles. They were just, there's something about holding handles versus a wheel that my brain was like, this is it. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't they also have something? It looked like a scooter and they had adult sizes. And you would like sway from side to side and that motion would propel the thing. You know what I'm talking about? And it would like go at this point. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like a V, like you would be riding on a yes. V. Yes, uh-huh. I do remember that. But I would probably fall and break something. That's why I need the seat. Got <laughs> it, the sit down. security. <laughs> <laughs> kind of geriatric. 
motorcycle gang is this? <laughs> what about you? What would you bring back? I really loved pocket-sized things. So, like, definite and literally poly pockets. Like, remember when they were still in the compacts? Oh, that yeah. are really, can go for quite a bit of money now. And... I had this really cute Lion King one where it was, you know, that cliff where they present Simba and they're like, oh, so it was that. And there was like a little Simba and a little Nala. Yeah. And it was super cool. And like you uh, open up the cliff and there's this little divider inside. There's a jungle on one half and then inside the cliff of the other. And they were just cute little things. Or I had a Polly Pocket that you were on vacation somewhere. So there were like these little pool lounge seats and... It was yeah. like, yeah, the tiny little Polly Pocket with the round base. Yeah. Yeah, and the amb- ambiguous face that everyone had. So <laughs> it's between that or this really awesome tricycle I had when I was really little. It was Ooh. red with a, it was like a McDonald's kind of tricycle, but more cool. Um, because it was red and yellow. The seat was uh-huh. this mustard yellow. The whole thing was red, black tires. And it had this big cobra on the back. yeah and and that trike like if you uh stuck one leg out you could also kind of like drift in it (laughs) (laughs) just little baby s drifting on her bike with a snake on the back just like i'm badass Uh, pretty much yeah with my poly pockets we're gonna roll (laughs) let's ride (laughs) (laughs) let's ride yeah yeah so i i was really into that it was just like it was so much fun you know just to do that if we knew each other back then and lived in the same state we could have started like a little bike gang oh absolutely yeah. for life for life <laughs> yeah take barbie put her on her mini seat let's go <laughs> i could see you with like two barbie heads dangling from your handlebars <laughs> like instead of those streamers that you know were popular you have those instead and then i can put my pokemon cards in the spikes <laughs> Oh, gosh, yep. So just, you get that. I only knew one kid that did that <laughs> growing up. I I think I had a bike that came with beads yes. on the spokes. Uh-huh. So it made that sound. I never had to put cards in it because it already made that sound. I'm so glad you are agreeing with me because that was just a memory that unlocked randomly. <laughs> yeah what's the cheat code for that no but i love those because the beads were always like colorful and pretty and huge like yes bright neon colors did you ever ride your bike so crazy that the chain would just like right off i never did that but i did eat it like off my bike going probably faster than i should have and because my i'm from a small town so we had gravel roads Oh. And so I think I hit a a rock on the paved part of the road and then I slid off onto the asphalt side and like slid a good few feet down the road and thankfully my dad was riding his bike with me and he just goes, "You okay?" And I was just like, "No." <laughs> and so I stand up and there's just blood on my legs. <laughs> uh, that's kind of like the rite of initiation. <laughs> Um, I have a scar on my knee from falling and it's always on my bike 
Because like a squirrel Obviously. popped out right in front of me or, you know, something like that hit a pothole in the street <laughs> without <laughs> I wasn't looking. And it was always like a super big injury. So now it just looks like this kind of raw meat looking thing. <laughs> you know, one of those like really bad scars from just repeatedly obnoxious injuries. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> With your dad, I can imagine him like doing finger guns at you as he like rides the bike away. <laughs> He, thankfully, he handled it better, and, like, we get home, and it's gravel, so I have to pick the gravel bits out of my fucking scrapes, and my, my mom, ever the loving woman, is just like, well, how the hell did you fall that hard? Like, how fast are you going? You're going too fast. I'm like, thanks, mom. I'm not bleeding out right now, but it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. Me and Barbie can't take this kind of (laughs) lack of support from... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> From you, mom and dad, we're leaving, we're out. Did you ever try to run away from home as a child? No. Okay, I didn't either, but I feel like it was a common enough occurrence that people were like, oh yeah, I tried to run away from home. Like, where did you go? Right, what did you pack? <laughs> right, that's what I want to know. What do people pack as a child when they say they're going to run away from home? Uh, Probably your favorite toy. Um, A pack of Gushers or a fruit (laughs) roll-up. Or one of those fruit by the foot. Those were fun. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you wouldn't even be smart enough to take, like, a pair of socks. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, it's probably just toys. Yeah, clothes (laughs) on your back, toys, and one or two snacks, and that's it. (laughs) In summary, in conclusion, I have sweaty kneecaps. Again? Always. (laughs) Always. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. Is that from the nerve damage from falling off and scraping your knees so Girl, much? I fall a lot on my head as a child. <laughs> so, you know, that's, it's, it's whatever. What, what, what doesn't bust your head open makes your head, your skull thicker. I think. <laughs> well, scar tissue sure does make it thicker. That's Maybe that explains my lack of focus. I don't know. But my lack of focus kicked in like within the last three years. So I have no excuse why it's so delayed. <laughs> Dude, I it, it's gotten worse. That's all I can say. It's gotten worse. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Help. Help. SOS. Well, I guess if we... Do you have any final thoughts to to add to this absolute catastrophe that is a brain dump of randomness Uh, no (laughs) (laughs) no like eat your greens wear your sunscreen (laughs) uh yeah stay hydrated um definitely the sunscreen pet a cat (laughs) if you're not allergic to them (laughs) you're not allergic (laughs) if you're allergic pet a hairless cat it's fine they're so cute I don't care what people say. I do- see. Maybe it's the inner goblin in me <laughs> that out recognizes to the, the inner goblin, goblin in them. <laughs> That's what I need. Do you have any uh, words of advice, questions, concerns for the people? Uh, mow your fucking yard on the weekend like normal people. Some of us have to do shit, okay? Right. But no, I I don't know how we got here. I cannot wait to listen back and edit this episode because it's going to be a ride. 
I am afraid. (laughs) But thank you, everyone, for listening. If you have enjoyed it thus far, leave a like, a rating, subscribe, bookmark, shout us to the universe, and send us to your friends. Tell them that we are awesome and worth listening to. We greatly appreciate all that you do for us. And until next week, stay alive, friends. And focus. Take care, everyone. (laughs) 